it's time for our business news with Giles Beckford. Kia ora Giles, and an insurer is doing well despite claims coming in from flood hit Tamaki Makoto. Kia ora Yes, it's from the second biggest insurance company in this country, Suncorp, the Australian-owned group. Uh, its first half New Zealand profits were higher. Uh, with prices going up and increased market share. But it is bracing for significant claims from the North Island floods. Now, it's New Zealand brands include Vero and AA Insurance, and they received more than 8,000 claims relating to those floods. It says it's already dealt with about 1,000 of them and uh, paid out about $5 million, but it's still assessing the wider impact and doesn't yet have an idea of the overall cost. However, given its reinsurance cover, it says the net losses for the group will be capped at 50 million New Zealand dollars. In its half-year earnings report, the New Zealand business reported a net profit of 91 million dollars for the six months ended December. That compares with 84 million the previous year. Its premium income was up 12 percent to 1.18 billion dollars. And it says its aims for the New Zealand operations are to increase the use of digital technology to connect its major broker groups while simplifying its range of consumer products. Genesis Energy and Fonterra are working together to develop a locally produced biofuel to substitute for coal. They've uh, reached a two-year collaboration agreement to look at the feasibility of producing blackwood pellets in this country, which are currently imported from overseas and used to reduce the amount of coal used at Genesis Huntley Power Station. Fonterra currently uses white wood pellets to generate heat necessary for dairy processing, but that product isn't suitable for Genesis. Well, Genesis manager Scott Westbury says the companies will work to develop the supply chain needed to support the local production of blackwood pellets. If we can create a local supply chain, it's more sustainable. We don't have to transport things large distances. We think that there's more value to be gained for New Zealand forestry as well. What you'd have to do is to get consenting for a plant and then you'd have to construct it. It would take probably about 18 months to build a plant, 18 months to two years. So that's the sort of time frame once you've made the decision that you're actually going to go ahead. Whether that was us that did it or somebody else uh, is unknown at this stage. We need to work through all the different steps of the process. Genesis, Genesis plans to remove 1.2 million tonnes of uh, carbon a year by 2025, while Fonterra has a goal of reducing emissions by 30% by 2030 and completely stopping the use of coal by 2037. And another company that's looking to reduce emissions is Air New Zealand, and it's added some new partners to its programme to develop more sustainable aircraft to replace the domestic turboprop Q300 fleet from 2030. It's added uh, Embraer, Hart Aerospace and Universal Hydrogen alongside Airbus and ATR as long-term partners. New Zealand says the partners will work with the airline to speed up development and introduction of zero-emissions aircraft technology in its regional fleet. Its Chief Sustainability Officer, Kiri Hannafin, says domestic routes are ideal for the technology. In New Zealand, because of our sort of, you know, geography and, and, and the fact that we take reasonably sort of small regional flights, uh, and of course that we're, you know, a pretty much a renewable uh, energy economy, it makes sense to focus on our, on our, short, on, on our sort of short routes in New Zealand uh, first. Uh, and also because as we see it now, that technology will solve for the shorter flights as opposed to the sort of longer haul flights we take um, to, to Asia or to, to, to the West Coast or to the East Coast of America. 
So um, the technology now looks like it'll fly, you know, sort of three, four, five hundred kilometres, which is just perfect for New Zealand. And New Zealand says for long-haul flights, the best option remains sustainable aviation fuel, which is in high demand. The end of interest rate rises is in sight and cuts may come sooner than expected. That's the view of Kiwi Bank's chief economist, Jared Kerr. He concedes a 50 basis point rise to the official cash rate is inevitable in a couple of weeks, but he expects the Reserve Bank will signal soon that it's done with tightening. He says the rate rises to date have had a real bite on the economy and household demand, and the need for higher rates is receding. And then the question mark becomes, well... Where to next? And I think the the signal from central banks will be, you know, they're, they're on hold until inflation uh, is behind them. Uh, and I think that that'll come a lot sooner than what central banks are, are forecasting. I, I think we'll see central bank rate cuts uh, by the end of this year. Myself and financial market participants believe rate cuts will come a lot sooner and they'll be a lot harder and we'll see interest rates declining, uh, I think, quite um, quite quickly over 2000 and uh, later part of 2023, but mostly 2024. Well, financial markets currently expect the official cash rate to peak mid-year at the latest, with cuts possible by the end of this year. Let's catch up on financial markets now with Vanessa Otang of Jardin Securities. Kira to you, Vanessa. Kia ora, Giles. Uh, what's it looking like for the local share market? Well, the NZX grows 50. We're in positive territory. We're at 12,169 points. So we're up 40 points, which equates to 0.33%. The leading names today are Tourism Holdings, $3.88, up 2.37%. Oceania Healthcare, they're at 89 cents. They're up 2.3%. Sky TV, $2.59, up 1.97%. And Genesis Energy, they're at $2.84, up 1.61%. Conversely, at the other end, we've got Ryman Healthcare. They're at $6.19, down 1.75%. And AG Milk. $7.47, down 1% currently. What's it looking like for Australia? Now, Australia's interesting. They had the RBA increased rates by 25 basis points to 3.35% yesterday. And the update had a bit of a hawkish tone. So they closed down around half a percent yesterday. However, today, they're at 7,520 points. So they're up 16 points, which equates to 0.22%. What's it looking like for the currency? The currencies are a little bit weaker across the board. We've got against the US dollar 0.632, against the Australian dollar 0.908, against the British pound 0.524, against the euro 0.589, against the Japanese yen 82.82, and lastly the Chinese yuan 0.4.29. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. The three-month bank bull rate, 4.99%. The 10-year government bonds are at 4.18%. Looking at the oil, we've got the Brent crude at 82.41 USA barrel, and the spot gold is at 1,871 US dollars an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Vanessa Otang of Jardin Securities. A few other items of business news this lunch hour. Freightways Group is going to change its name slightly. Uh, and is looking at a dual listing on the Australian Stock Exchange. It says it's doing this, or well, eyeing this move, because it does more business in that uh, country. 
Uh, a Christchurch-based high-tech engineering firm, Fabrum, has announced it's raised $23 million in new funding. It's been backed by some overseas backers, uh, overseas funders, and uh, New Zealand's K1W1 fund. The company, which was founded in 2004, specializes in producing small to medium-scale systems needed for making and storing hydrogen. And finally, New Zealand's owned healthcare products company, Pharmaco, Uh, is expanding its dental portfolio. It's buying uh, dental products and distribution business, Oral Tech, making it uh, possibly the country's biggest New Zealand-owned dental supply company. News and numbers updated for you at around half past five in Checkpoint, but for now, money, that's business. Kia ora.